This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Touchdown, Kansas City! Maybe the best play yet of Patrick Mahomes' incredible young career! Listen Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. No, I went to Temecula and brought you some dirt. And this is how you use this dirt. No, so like don't, you, don't. You do it like this, you get it, no, you sort of no. rub it on. Okay, now I'm ready to go. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. And then they get a turn. Seth Madrin to the other end, rises and hammers it home. Everything happening in the sports world. You gotta fight for your right to fight! And even some things not happening in the sports world. I'll probably wrap up in a blanket or something. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing, another edition of According to Jim, right here on 96.7 FM, KBBE, or for those of you listening online, worldwide, at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson and the most exhausted man in the entire city of McPherson. After a long, long weekend of high school basketball, we were busy at the McPherson Invitational. Steve Sal, Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Have you figured out how to get back on track with your life because you've just been here at the station for about every waking minute of the last 24 hours? Well, we turn around and do the same thing this week, so no. (laughs) It's just going to be more of the same, and actually for you and me, it's even more than what we had last week since the uh, McPherson boys head to circle tomorrow night for a makeup game, weather permitting. It just seems like when you say McPherson circle, you can guarantee some snow. So hopefully uh, it'll hold off and we get the game in. And, of course, you and I tomorrow, on Wednesday night do the stream of the Mac College-St. Mary game. The Bulldogs, another big win on Saturday. Both teams won. Big sweep at the Sports Center. Uh, really exciting time out there. And then, of course, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the Mid-American Classic, which we will be talking about throughout the week. McPherson plays the 7.30 game, allegedly, against Ulysses. Uh, whether that game really starts at 7.30 remains to be seen because an hour and a half – uh, when you consider warm-up and then the length of games, uh, that's cutting it pretty close. I'm guessing it's going to be closer to about 7.45, maybe 10 to 8. But uh, either way, uh, McPherson Ulysses playing the first round on Thursday. Girls tournament to me looks like uh, it's going to be another good tournament. I think the top four teams are pretty solid. And uh, you got two teams really, to me, a cut above the rest. Well, later on this week, we'll have Jerry Fithian on the show to talk a little bit more about the Mid-America Classic, what all is going on behind the scenes. Later today, I want to talk a little bit about the McPherson Invitational, some of our takeaways, and and what's coming up next for the Bullpup Boys, and, and how this season is going to continue to progress. But I think we have to start today's show by obviously talking about the biggest news story of the day yesterday, and a story that I think with the passing of Kobe Bryant in a helicopter accident yesterday just outside of Los Angeles, a story that I think might be the biggest unintentional, or not unintentional, but unexpected Unexpected. death of a celebrity or athlete that I can ever really remember. And, And sometimes the celebrity and athlete category transforms one another, LeBron James, Tiger Woods. I think Kobe Bryant is in that mix of guys that 
are so not only nationally known, but internationally famous, and especially in China, Kobe Bryant and and Spain, but especially China, Kobe Bryant and the Lakers are a huge, huge deal. So with his death yesterday, I think we have some time to talk about his legacy and, and of course, the tragic accident that happened yesterday in the helicopter crash. But my first takeaway is just what a response that people had and, of course, the amount of impact that Kobe Bryant clearly had on so many different people in the outpouring of response. And I say the impact that he had on people. I think his impact on the game of basketball today is really, really strong because let's look at every player that is in their 20s in the NBA and some, I guess, that are still in their late teen years, they were all growing up watching Kobe Bryant play. Some of them were a little bit older by the time that LeBron James came around and that obviously he had a big impact, but Kobe Bryant, especially for my generation of basketball fans, was the first real superstar that not only started during my lifetime, but ended right in the time where I'm watching a ton of basketball and it's in my prime for watching basketball as well. Kobe Bryant was a really important player, I think, to how the NBA functions today, how a lot of the guys that are currently NBA play, their styles, their mentality, and I've heard a lot of people talk about that Mamba mentality right. over the last 24 hours. His, his work ethic, his competitiveness, his drive to be successful, and I think that when we look back on this and... 10, 20 years, 40 years, 50 years, when we look back on Kobe Bryant, the thing that we will talk about is his drive to succeed and that Mamba mentality. I think that's my first big takeaway from what happened yesterday. Yeah, and another takeaway for me is his daughter died too. I mean, let's not forget that and seven other people. So, you know, there were nine people that died in this horrific, terrible, unexpected, total accident and, uh, um, you know, for me, you know, you, you said Kobe's the first guy you superstar you grew up with. Of course, I'm a few years older than you. I mean, I grew up. Uh, it was Wilt and Russell. You know, Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell. Those were the superstars then. And then I think the NBA kind of goes in compartments. You have the Wilt and Russell. That was the really first big, you know, superstars of the NBA. Then you got the Magic and Bird, and then you got to Jordan, and uh, then and then you get Jordan and Kobe. And then and Shaq's in there too, and now you've got LeBron. You know, LeBron to me is still kind of by himself. I know that James Harden and Kevin Durant are great players, but LeBron's kind of by himself. But the word I just kept hearing over and over and over was transcend. I'll bet I heard that a hundred times yesterday. And Kobe Bryant did transcend the game. Uh, you know, it was interesting. I was in the, my prime when. Uh, you know, NBA watching days when Kobe first came along. And, and what I remember about Kobe Bryant as an 18-year-old or 17-year-old playing in the NBA, how he was all arms and legs and a bundle of energy. And you could just see early on the talent was there. Jerry West saw that talent because, remember, Kobe was not drafted by the Lakers. He was drafted by Charlotte. And Jerry West made a deal on draft day. So he was, he was, he was with Charlotte all of about six hours. And Jerry West says – you know, the Lakers were good at that time. Jerry West says he'll be our best player on our team in two years, and he was right. Kobe became an unbelievable player, and like you said, I think I think what really uh, set him apart was his competitive spirit. 
Uh, he was obviously very talented, could do so many things, and uh, what a what a tragedy. And, and you know, he was, and it happened uh, doing something he loved. He was taking his daughter to coach his daughter in a basketball game, and uh, you know, it was funny. I, I I watched a thing last night, and Kobe said on some clip, he said, you know, they keep saying you need to have a son because Kobe has has four daughters. And they said, you need to have a son to carry on your legacy. And Gianna, his daughter that uh, perished in the crash, said, I've got this. I'll be in the WNBA and I'll, you know, I'll make my name. So, um, you know, just a horrible tragedy. And this is something I don't think a lot of people are going to get over a lot for a long time. I think this is something that's really going to, there's going to be a Paul. I, I think the entire rest of the season over the NBA, there's just going to be a Paul. You got the all-star game coming up here pretty quick like in a week or about a week, I believe, or a week or two. And, you know, it's going to pretty much be a tribute to Kobe. A lot of players, the NBA did a lot of things last night. They'll do a lot of things the next couple days to honor him. But uh, this is just, this is just a blow to the sport, a blow to the world. Like you said, he was such a, you know, a well-known personality. And the thing is his career's over and he's doing, he was doing so many great things after basketball. He'd become like a, Children's uh, animator, I believe it was. Is that is that the correct word? Well, he was involved in film. Yeah, in film. In some short and, film and, he won and, a, and several and other things. And he won an Academy Award, I believe, uh, for one of his uh, Dear Basketball, I think it was called, something like that. But uh, what a what a tragic loss. Uh, and you just, you know, your prayers are with... I can't even imagine what his wife and the and his other daughters are going through. It's just, it's just something really... It was un, you know, you just never expected something like this. When I heard it yesterday, I was, I was just stunned, and I, I didn't really know how to react at first. And you know, I never saw him play in person, watched him on TV, but uh, he had so much game, and he certainly is in that conversation. I mean, you got Michael, Magic, Bird, Kareem, and Kobe's right in there as the greatest player of all time. Two things that stand out to me that really separate Kobe Bryant from. Many other people, and including Michael Jordan, and that he had this a little bit, but Kobe Bryant had two parts of his career. Correct. The beginning of his career, where he's a young player, took a couple years to kind of get going. He wins the championships with Shaquille O'Neal in the late 90s, early 2000s. And then he has the fallout with Shaquille O'Neal. He has the fallout with a lot of people in the entire country for the scandal that happened in Colorado. But then he comes back and has this second part of his career. And I think that's what helps define the great players. LeBron James has had the same second act of his career. Michael Jordan had the same second act of his career after going the baseball route. Kobe Bryant had the second act of his career. And in a lot of ways, his seasons when he was 29, 30, 31 were better than the seasons when he was 21, 22, 23. Yeah, he played 20 years. That's something you have to remember. He played 20 years can you imagine the pounding your body takes in 20 years in the NBA? And you then you throw in all the travel. You know, how many millions of miles, you know, he must have traveled in his career. I, it's just, you know, it's unfathomable that his longevity, and that's the other thing. He ruptured an Achilles. I don't know how old he was when that happened, but he ruptured an Achilles, basically missed, you know, a lot of season and came back from that and was able to return to his form in his last very game. As a Laker, he scored 60 points, I believe it was. Yeah. So, I mean, the guy still – he still could have kept on playing. After 20 years, he'd been better than 98% of the players if he'd played a 21st year. So, uh, he stepped out – he was ready to do other things. 
I, I can't remember. I think it would have been 37, I guess, when he retired because he played yeah. 20 years. So, uh, you know, he's going to go – and, and it's, it's really sad. He's going to go into the Hall of Fame and, and never be personally inducted. So I'm sure his wife will stand in for him. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they go ahead and make a special case and have him inducted in the very next class. He, I think he had one more year to go to wait. You have to be out, I believe, five years in the NBA. My second thing that stands out, and we can move on after this, is that there are some great athletes that you see. There are some great musicians. There are some great TV personalities. There are people that are great at what they do. But what I think helps define those great people is what do you do when you're done with that? Right. What do you do besides that? And sometimes you'll hear the phrase, stick to sports. It would be like if you and I started talking about politics and came on here, somebody would message us and say, just stick to sports, guys. You better, you better be glad I don't talk politics. <laughs> but Kobe Bryant was a guy that you could tell was envisioning what his legacy would be, what other things he needed to do, how other ways he could be involved before he was done. And LeBron James has done this as well. And I think that's my biggest knock sometimes on Michael Jordan is that he doesn't have that same looking ahead, prophetic, trying to be something bigger than basketball. Yeah. And See, Kobe Bryant had that instinct and that he was able to do different things. And, of course, some of them revolved around basketball, but it was going beyond playing. Right. He wanted to have an, an impact and a legacy beyond his days of playing basketball. And, and I think that that is what is going to be the thing that sets him apart. I think that is what people are going to look back on and remember the most about Kobe Bryant is – he was always looking ahead, and you said the word transcend, and a lot of people have used that, but I think he was a guy that, as a superstar, was able to transcend being a great basketball player into attempting to be a good person right. and attempting to continue his legacy after his career was over. Shaquille O'Neal is another one of those guys that, of course, it all revolves around basketball, right. but was thinking bigger. LeBron James was thinking bigger right. than what, he physically did on the basketball court. And I think, to me, that's what sets those three apart. And maybe some guys like Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, that those two, I don't think they care as much. I think they were just so driven to compete that right. they weren't thinking about their image and, and what was up next. Right. But I think those three, and you throw Magic Johnson in there as well, I think the, the, that group was thinking beyond basketball, and I think that's what will always set them apart. And the Lakers play the Clippers in the Battle of Los Angeles, I believe tomorrow night at the Staples Center. I got a feeling the ratings for that game will be among the highest in the history of the sport because I think everyone wants to tune in to see just how they're going to properly uh, recognize the greatness that was Kobe Bryant. A really sad day, and I just continue to try and think – Okay, who is more famous that has died unexpectedly within their prime? Right. I know he's not playing anymore, but but he's a yeah, young guy we, still. We yeah, we were in fact we were sitting around yesterday coming up with names. Payne Stewart. Yeah. Came up. Uh, I brought up Roberto Clemente. You guys don't remember him, but Roberto Clemente was toward the end of his career with Pittsburgh. He just got his three thousandth hit, and he died. I believe it was either New, I think it was New Year's Eve on a mercy mission. There had been like a uh, earthquake or something, a hurricane or something. He was doing relief work, died in a plane crash. But uh, Kobe Bryant. Uh, but the other comparisons would be people like 
Michael Jackson. Right. And even Michael Jackson was kind of past his prime of, of being in the spotlight. Right. Of course, people loved him still. Whitney Houston, another one that was kind of past her prime. Kobe Bryant was still Very, in that prime, was yeah. still in the spotlight. And I can't think of another person that was more famous that died like this. And, th- and I think that's why it has really struck with people and, yeah. and has hit people hard oh, I'll the last 24 hours. There's not hours. one person who heard the news that's just like, Oh, my God, I just can't believe this. I think everybody had the same reaction. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. That took up a really big chunk of the show today. But let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the past weekend of high school basketball. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12:30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's according to Jim 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, we're running a little bit behind today. A lot of talk about Kobe Bryant and the tragic death yesterday afternoon in Calabasas but going back to high school basketball here over the weekend you and I saw a lot of great talent I think we knew going into the tournament that the top four or five teams would be very very solid and I think we certainly saw that inside the roundhouse this weekend yeah and you know it's it's just unfortunate the Bullpups lost in the first round because a lot of people missed out on seeing just how good Bishop Carroll is even though Free State pushed him uh, Carroll lost one of their best players early in that game which I think made a made it closer than it probably would have been had Tanner Manns, our six six center, made the all tournament team. He played two great games the first two nights. But this Bishop Carroll team's legit. I think they're going to win five A, and if they lose, it may just be one game. I they may just go twenty five and zero. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. They I I wrote in my story on Saturday, Jay Frazier, the late great Jay Frazier, out on I forty. He would have loved this Dude. team. Yeah, Jay. Uh, Jay would have loved this team. Uh, they they committed. I don't think they averaged ten turnovers for the whole. You know, if you had all the turnovers, Garrett didn't average ten for the tournament. Uh, they just do everything the right way. They play hard, and uh, just a great job. Great job by the Bullpups of coming back from that big disappointment on Thursday to win two games. Uh, they played three six eight teams uh, in the tournament, and let's face it, those three teams they played are going to be better than most of the teams they play the rest of the regular season. Uh, I'd say Andale, you know, is maybe the toughest team left. Collegiate. Uh, collegiate, yeah, but I think Andale's probably better in collegiate. But uh, I think those games really help the Bullpups for when it comes to postseason time. When you look at the postseason records right now, McPherson would host a first-round game, but they want to get into that top four. And so they're home both games. And right now – And there's a chance, but – Yeah, they'd have to run the table. It would gonna be have to close. Go, I think they're going to have to go 16-4. and four. Uh, You know, they're going to have to win out. They're going to have to go 8-0 the rest of the way. you got five – got six league games – uh, play circle twice, and then the other five, uh, the other league teams, and then collegiate Andale, the non-league games. We get Andale here, go to collegiate. Uh, I really think they've got to go 8-0 if they want to get in that top four. All right, we've got to take one more break. When we come back, we'll preview a little bit of what's coming up for the rest of the week because it is a very, very busy week. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by 
Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, it's a really busy week. Busy week. And then... Do you remember what happens on Sunday? Super Bowl. The big game? Yeah. It's almost it's almost like we've forgotten about it. That's why – you remember last week I said I just don't like it when they have that week off. I wish I'd just go ahead. Did you watch the Pro Bowl yesterday? I was flipping through channels trying to find some Kobe Bryant coverage and did happen to land on ESPN for about 15 seconds and saw the Pro Bowl was being played and turned it off. <laughs> that, is, that is all I saw. Yeah, I don't even know who won. It I, was daytime. I think it was in Florida. I don't even know who won. I would assume it was in Orlando because they played it there recently. Won. Yeah. Don't know anything else. it's time else. to get back in go mode for the Super Bowl, and especially for folks around here since the Chiefs are playing the 49ers. And I know are they really? Some, there's some 49er fans in this town. No, there's not. Yeah, there are. What? Why? Why? The, well, did they migrate east? No, I can tell you why. Because they did lot, the opposite of the because gold Because a lot rush. of people are old like me, and the 49er teams of the 90s. Not very many people are old like you, well, let's be clear. The 49er teams, they were everybody's gold standard back when Joe Montana and Bill Walsh were there. So uh, there's there are some 49er fans. Around here. I know there are a lot of people making their way down to Miami, getting ready for the Super Bowl on Sunday. I can't believe that you and I are not down on I location. I can't believe they didn't ask us to come. I thought that the Super Bowl committee, they you would think say, they'd hey, say, hey, well, we need you guys. The gym show's got to be live from the Super Bowl. They're like, come on, you got to get down here. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun if we were on Radio I, Row? How many people from Kansas City, the area, say the Kansas City metro area, you know, Kansas City, Kansas, Overland Park, all that. How many people from Kansas City do you think will be going to the Super Bowl? I bet a lot. And they they better have some deep pockets. As well, I wouldn't as... think there's a lot of Chiefs fans in Miami that just say, hey, no. we're here, let's just go on and go. No. I bet there will be twenty or 30,000 Kansas City people that go down there. I hope they have deep pockets, though. So like, you want to take a guess at, at what that trip would cost? Just break it down for me, what I'd you think it would be. i figures. Well, I want you to break 10, it down 000. step by step. Tickets. How much do you think for a pair of tickets? Probably five thousand a piece. I think that would be on the cheap end. Okay. I think it'd be five to eight. Okay. So we're looking at sixteen grand. You I, got a flight. I don't know how much I don't fly anymore, so I don't know how much Remember the last time I flew you didn't even have to take your belt off and your shoes off. So Yeah, you didn't know. I didn't know. So probably another like thousand dollars for a flight down there. You've got hotel rooms and you're not staying anywhere close no, you're to not, Miami you're Gardens. Not within, you're you're probably at Three hours away at least. Well, maybe an hour and a half. Rent a car. You got to get a car. You got to get down there. I mean, this is a expensive $15,000 trip. Oh, yeah, easily. You don't want to go? Well, I, if J&D would, you know, write us a check for about yeah, so you grand, just go on and go down to the game, we'll guys. Put it on their dime. Get yourself a good seat <laughs> and, and enjoy the game. Okay. No, yeah. but we've got Mid America Classic That's right. instead. We've got Mid America Classic. It'd be a great tournament. Optimus Club always does a fantastic job. And like I mentioned earlier, we'll have Jerry Fithy on the show on Wednesday. We'll talk a little bit about the history. This is Mid-America Classic number 25. I've seen 25 them all. 25 years. I've seen them all. Weren't you on the committee early on? I was on. I helped found the tournament. Look at you. You are a founder. Well, You're a coach, a founder, a scholar. But not a gentleman. Yeah, maybe not. 
what what's the the end of the one movie at the high school? I'm losing my train of thought. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Where they say it, they're a, a jock, a, a prep. Oh, uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah, the Breakfast Club. When they're like, they're a jock, a yeah, prep, yeah, bre- whatever. Yeah, Judd Nelson, Raleigh Ming. Yeah, that, yeah. And, and that would be like you. You're a founder, a coach, spiritual man, I, high talker. I think, a lot, I think people got a lot worse things to say than that. <laughs> All right, Steve, wrapping up today's show. For Steve Snell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.